What it do, what it do, y'all. Welcome back. Season four premiere. Yay. Now I'm start playing. Now season four, welcome back. Thanks for rocking me for this long four seasons in. Only been a year. Ain't nothing but loyalty. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Showing love, your constructive feedback, your comments. I truly, truly appreciate it. As always, it's your girl, Jess Be Real. And we're back for another episode. This episode call is The Law Life. So enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Hey, y'all, what it do, what it do, and my Demetri McKinney voice. What's up, y'all? It's another season, another episode in season four. For some reason, I'm super excited about this season. I don't know what it is, but four, if y'all don't know, it's something that holds like a special number in me. It's half of what my favorite number, part of my favorite number is. I don't know. My girl Tiff could tell you if y'all didn't listen to Spiritual Steadiness back in like a two episodes, two seasons ago. Four is something we just got a connection. So I just feel like season four is going to be that season. I don't know what. I don't know what it is, but I just get goosebumps up and down when I just say season four. Um, if you know me, you know why four is very important to me. And, you know, I can't wait till we get to season four, episode four. But before we do that, let's just jump into this premiere season. As I said before, for those of y'all who've been rocking with me, who have listened to the last three seasons, I thank you. I appreciate you. I cherish you. Because I'm really, given I am doing this just because I'm doing it, because it's just something that I just felt see fit for me. Um, it's just touching to know when people contact me, just like, yo, sis, your episode spoke to me. I appreciate the gem or, yo, you're killing it. I appreciate the knowledge. I didn't know. Like, that's what I'm here for. And it's just very satisfying and fulfilling to know y'all are really rocking with me. Y'all are actually really listening and sharing the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, thank you so much. And, um, this is season four, episode 40. I don't know if y'all know how important that is, but it's very vital. So before we jump into the topic of the law of life, which is what today's episode episode is about i'm gonna let y'all know a little inside little tidbit about why episode 40 is so so influential and critical to just be real podcast so if y'all don't know y'all just tuning into this episode welcome to just be real podcast it's your girl just be real and um season 40 is pretty dope because well it's not season 40 episode 40 is pretty dope in season four because first of all 40 starts with four and we're in season four and episode 40 is dope because if y'all don't know my biggest inspiration and um blueprint to just be real podcast is amanda seals and graciously enough on july 1st this cancerian sister turned 40 so like how dope is that to have my 40th episode of my podcast literally aligned with the 40 years that Amanda's been on this earth. Nonetheless, she was born July 1st and it's August 1st. And it's the first day of the month of my birthday month, which is the first day, which is pretty much a Sunday that falls to beginning of the week. Like how dope is that? Divine timing, baby. The universe never ceases to amaze me. And I know some of y'all might be spiritual. Some of y'all might be religious. And y'all might know like, yo, what the hell is just babbling about? If you know, you know. If you don't, it'll come to you in due time and see fit when you're supposed to tap into that energy. But um, it's just super dope. And I don't know. It's just like, it, it's just refreshing to know. Like, I've been consistent this last year through the pandemic, through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of trials through life. And, you know, we're still here. So which brings me to today's episode, The Law of Life. 
And a lot of us have, have, all of us have a story. You know what I'm saying? We all have a story. We all have a life that we're living, trying to do the best we can to be able to make the American dream an American dream that fits us and our black bodies. Let me repeat that. We're all trying to make an American dream, living the lives as best we can in our black bodies, because we know our skin is always going to be a controversial factor to a lot of people outside in the world, i.e. the transparent people. You know who I'm talking about, the Beckys, the Kens, the Karens, you know what I mean. It's always going to be a situation where they're going to try to find a way to pretty much be upset because we acquire an innate ability to just always be strong and never strive and never get up, give up. Um, and not saying a lot of them don't, but you know, it's a deficiency that many of them don't have. Just like we can merely pretty much be in the sun. Given we still need sunblock, but we obtain this, that vitamin D seep into our melanated skin and just, uh, soothes us. For them, they get sunburned pretty quickly, which means it's not for them, but they're all at the tanning booth trying to get our complexion, but don't want to give us our credit. But again, that's another episode for another day, y'all. But like I was saying, the law of life. And the law of life is something that's really crazy. And to me, I'll never be able to fathom because it's always a different detour, a different direction and twist and turn, depending on who the person is telling the story. Um, which I've been able to do as of recently is I, I've been able to go back into my black girl bookworm status. If y'all don't know, Just Be Real is an avid book reader. Yes, I'm the child that always used to pick up a book before I picked up a game. Um, I would play outside, but video games were never my thing, which is probably I don't really deep delve into them now. But I've always, because I was raised as an only child, I've always had a book to keep me company. So reading has always been kind of an escape for me. And I've literally gone back to one of my favorite loves. And it's been so amazing to go back to a pastime. Um, sometimes you got to disconnect from the, the distractions of the world because there's a lot going on which you're going to tap into with this baby mess and T.I. and, you know, India Moore, T.S. Madison, that whole controversy with that whole ignorant statement that was made. Um, but as well as the 2020 Olympics with, you know, Simone Biles, mental health, like there's so much going on, which is just like the perfect reason for me to tap in for this season premiere. And I mind you, I wanted you to know I had this episode prepared weeks ago prior to all this, you know, happening. So I don't want y'all to think I'm just piggybacking off of this. I've literally had this set up in my mind to just speak on it because I wanted to start this season with me. You know what I'm saying? You know, in past seasons, I started it with other people, with guests. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate all my guests. But you know what? It's time for me to tap in for me and speak for me and let y'all see me. Because there's not many episodes where it's just raw and uncut, which is just be real. There's seldom some there. But now that I'm kind of in the groove of this little podcast thing, I don't mind just chatting it up with y'all. You know, being transparent, I've always been. And just being 100% real on air. Let's keep it real. You feel me? So... I'm just saying like the law of life is, is different for each person and it all depends on how you take those detours to your destination and how you're able to mold them where you're taking them, even if they're kind of rocky. Am I going to pursue this incline of life and trying to go up this upward battle to get out this valley or am I just going to stay here, pout, complain about it and just be so mad that I'm stagnant and I'm being a rocking chair while I'm moving, but I ain't going nowhere. You feel me? So it's all about the mindset. You're going to be a stallion, you're going to be a rocking chair because rocking chairs, they ain't moving far, but you want stallion, they, all, they out and about trying to get to that finish line no matter what. 
And um, it also depends too. I also seen a recent Instagram post where it was a tortoise literally and a hare. And the caption read, don't get distracted by the audience and forget your final destination and your goal. What? Let me say that for y'all one more time. Don't get distracted by the audience and the applause before you forget to know what your destination is and your final, your, at the finish line. When it comes to the law of life, which is one thing that applies to all of us in this human race, is sometimes there you have people who are like the hare. I wish I could show y'all the video, but the hare and the tortoise are at the same time. The hare got so distracted by the applause and the lights and the people in the audience clapping and, you know, trying to move it on with all the noise and the commotion that the hare got distracted to know that the end goal was to make it to the finish line. Sometimes in life we have, we are the hare. And at, at some point we've all been a hare. Don't get me wrong. Like I, me, myself included, we've all been a hare where we've gone ahead and got distracted by the applause, by the accolades, by the lights, by the flashing, by the attention, by the people that we forget what our set purpose was is to get to that finish line, whether it be a finish line or a checkpoint, which I say is a checkpoint because there's never really any finish line until your work is completely done on this earth. So to get to that checkpoint in life, which I, which was for them the finish line, you have to not let those distractions consume you because if you get so clouded in the applause and the accolades, a.k.a. social media, a.k.a. comparing your life to what social media presents or what you see this celebrity doing or that celebrity doing, you're going to forever be digging yourself literally in a rabbit hole where you will never be able to come out of because you're going to compare yourself to a false reality and an ideology of life which is not even truly attainable. Yes, this celebrity's living this life, but what have they done to get there? And what are they allowing you to see? Because social media only allows you to see what wants to be seen. Okay? Not everybody's posting their day-to-day. People are posting their personalities on social media, not their true stories. Okay? Don't let that go over your head. People will post what they want you to see and what they want to allow you to be a part of. Doesn't mean it's going to be the complete struggle because everybody wants to post this as sex, but where's the failures? Are you posting the failures too? A lot of people aren't doing that. And sometimes you have to be like the tortoise, no matter how slow the race may be or how long it may take you to get to that checkpoint or to that finish line. The point is you're making it at your own strides. Like, you remember how people always say, like, you know, it's not a it's not a race, it's a marathon. You know, and how, how Nipsey would always say, you know, the marathon continues. The marathon is it, it, that's the law of life. The marathon continues. It doesn't matter how you finish as long as you finish. You see what I'm saying? And I can say that was a pivotal point in my life when I started grad school in 2014, of September 2014. And I didn't finish a one-year program. It took me three years to finish a one-year program for my master's. But I was working two jobs, one full-time, one part-time, and still going to school. Literally an accelerated program where 15 weeks were packed into seven as a master's of business administration in accounting, people. Accounting. That's a lot of people's Achilles heel, okay? And still working a full-time job and part-time to maintain my livelihood and going to school. I'm one of many stories that are out here. Same thing for moms who are trying to balance being single mothers out here raising their kids, trying to get their master's or trying to edu- further their education. Or moms out here working three or four or five jobs. Dads, being single dads, working two, job- two three, four, five jobs to maintain the livelihood for their children. Or, you know, grandparents sacrificing to raise their grandkids because, you know, the mother or the father's not, you know, 
know, competent enough to go ahead and step up to the plate. There, I'm just one of many stories who just wanted better. But it didn't matter because the marathon continued. It was a marathon, not a sprint. So I had to be the tortoise where I took the time that worked for me with having 15 different courses to take in a seven-week span, one course per semester because I still had a full plate. But I couldn't get mad because what did I do? I asked God to fill my plate. So I can't get mad where I'm eating. And I'm not going hungry. You feel what I'm saying, y'all? I wasn't going hungry. And I asked for it. But like they always say, be mindful of what you ask for. Because what you get is what you might actually receive. Not knowing you're not ready for it. Tabitha Brown spoke about this today, y'all. And I love me some Auntie Tab. Child. And by the way, that sunshine seasoning. Chef's kiss. Chef kiss, Auntie Tab. She said, be honest with yourself. In the law to life, you have to be honest with yourself. Sometimes what we ask for and what we pray for, we're not ready to receive. My God, today, we are not ready to receive what we're asking for. Auntie Tab said, be honest with yourself. Because sometimes what you're asking for is not what you're ready to be able to be provided. She said, I'm 42. And child, she look good. Okay? 42 years young. She said, everything I'm reaping now, I thought I was ready to be able to receive in my 20s. I was able to receive at 30. But I'm not receiving until 42 because God said, you're not ready. And I was honest with myself to say, baby, as much as you thought you was ready, you are not ready. Okay? Amanda Seals said it best. Somebody said, she said, I deserve my own talk show. She was about in her 20s. Somebody said, you're not ready for a talk show. You're, you haven't experienced life yet to be able to go ahead and have a talk show or really tell a story yet because you haven't experienced life yet and life hasn't experienced you. She said it wasn't until she was 33 before she realized that that's one statement where she felt like somebody was trying to, trying to pretty much try to tear her down and make her think that she wasn't ready. In reality, she wasn't ready. It took her having to live life and experience life a little bit more for her to be able to tell a story, i.e. the small doses, uh, daily points of your everyday life, her, um, the Amanda Land show, her progressing right now with Smart, Funny, and Black. She had to be the woman God needed her to be in order to receive the blessing she felt that she knew she deserved. Sometimes in life, we try to rush ourselves to feel like we deserve that blessing right then and there in that moment because we think, we think we're ready. But God says, uh-uh, you're not ready yet. My brother, uh-uh, you're not ready yet, my sister. You need a little bit more time. And when you're able to be real with yourself, like Auntie Tab said, and able to acknowledge the fact that it's not your time and you are not ready, it's okay. It is okay. You're on nobody's timeline but God's. And the crazy thing is, what they always say is, if you want to make God laugh, ha, tell him your plans. Okay? Tell God your plans if you want to make him laugh. Because, baby, you are the narrator of your story. We can give him a plot twist at any time. But God has the last to say if that plot twist is really necessary for it to be put into that book. Okay? What's meant for you won't pass you. What's meant for you won't leave you. What's meant for you is meant for you. And the only person to block that blessing is you. You're the only person that can get in your way. 
When you let the negative thoughts get into your mind, when you sit here and subject yourself to what others say who ain't never been on that journey or been where you're trying to go and trying to tell you where to go to try to get there. Somebody over here that's at on, taking a bus and been taking the bus and the only route that they know is taking this street and then making a first left and then making a third right. But whole time you in a car, you in an automobile, so you taking a different route because you're not stopping to have others accommodate where they have to be on that same transportation. Y'all see where I'm going with this? When you're the driver of your destiny, can't nobody who's sitting on the bus sharing a public space tell you how to be able to go for your goal when you're not making several stops to get there. That's not for them to speak on. That's not for them to be able to tell you how to get to that destination because they ain't even got a car to drive to get there in the first with their daggone self. They have to wait on the accommodation of the bus driver, which means they have to make several stops, which means as much as they want to be on their own time, they can't be on their own time because they have to revolve it around the time of what the bus transportation system gives. I.e. you, you know you can get there by 830 and it'd be the same time they get there, but the difference is you're driving. They're a passenger. Don't let no backseat passenger driver tell you how to get where you got to go when you know where you're going and you know your car and you know what you're supposed to do. If there's another person I love so wholeheartedly is Big Sexy. Oh my God, love him. Love him, love him, love him down. Because he's unapologetically him. He's real. He's honest. He's transparent. Baby, I got a fake Louis and I'm going to still rock it like it's $1,000. I respect that. I have a hustle. I'm a gay man. And you're going to still respect me even though I'm a gay black man in society. And I, I, I might be a little, bit, a little bit more thick and juicy than the rest. But baby, you're going to respect me. And I'm going to demand the respect when I walk into the room. I love that about him. He speaks his truth and lives his truth and walks in it. And I can never be mad at somebody who's honest. Because why? That's the law of life. The law of life and the real secret is being honest with yourself. Don't let that outsized noise try to cloud you and make you think otherwise. Be honest with yourself. Be honest in who you are. Be real. Be true. Be unapologetically you. Because can't nobody else do you better than you, baby? Nobody. Your story has a beginning and people try to judge you on the chapter they walk in on. And don't know damn near where the first chapter began on that prelogue. But they walking on chapter 25 thinking they know every damn thing. Sit their asses down and tell them, uh, not today. Not the one. Not I. The law of life is being real with you. Be real with you. Can't nobody, can't nobody, do, like I said, can't nobody do you better than you. You know what I'm saying? And I could say personally for me, when it comes to my story, I, I've had a struggle. I've had a struggle emotionally and mentally. Don't get me wrong. My parents were there when it came to financial aspects. I was always taken care of financially as, as, as a child in my upbringing. But what I can honestly say emotionally, mentally, my parents fucked me up. Okay? And that's that baby boomer generation shit. Okay? Baby boomers being born to a uh, a side or the great generation as they call it because my grandmother was born in 1920 they were seen and not heard children didn't have voices nowadays we learn to to understand that allowing your child to speak allowing your child to express themselves in a respectable manner may i add allows them to have more of an interpersonal skill and more of a humane aspect to them to be more relatable to be more understanding to be more conscious that the world has different perspectives different adversities they're going to have to you know abide to in life and in the real world 
given I was conscientious enough because I was placed in, in, in areas and in atmospheres where I was the minority, where I was forced to have to learn adversity. I was forced to have to know I'm the only little black girl in this accelerated program with all these Caucasian kids. I was forced to know that my mindset doesn't have to be where I have to dumb myself down and hang with my friends because they're pretty much going to alternative school and I'm over here in AP and honors classes. I was reminded that life is not going to be no crystal stair, baby. There are going to be times where you got to sit there and literally be the sore thumb. There are going to be times where they're going to try to test your gangster to see how far you're going to go professionally to let somebody know I'm not the one. There are going to be times where you're really going to have to sit here where I was trained by, by the grace of God in the business college of business to know professionalism and know at an HBCU, they're going to look at your resume and say, you went to a black school and baby, we don't want you because you think you going to a black school is not what we're looking for. You're going to have to train your mind to know that you're not going to always be Looked at as an equal. But I'm thankful for it. Do I say I, 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 I deserve to endure it? No. But I had to understand that if I didn't change those behaviors in my adult ways and learn that that's not the way to really live my life because I can't use that as a crutch to why I'm a shitty ass person to people, then what's the purpose? It took therapy. As much as black society, black culture tries to frown on, it's a therapy. It's a God. As much as I, you, you go to God, you, to the altar, some things you got to, like how Tamla Man said on Sister Circle, some things, you know, you could, the Heavenly Father can fix, but sometimes you got to go to man in, in, the, in the real world. And, that, and that's what it is. Speaking facts. That's what they're here for. They're here for a tool. So use the resource. If I let my trauma being molested, being raped, take the best of who I was and knowing what I could be, being that diamond, given the pressure that was put upon me for me to be able to shine and glow, I would be nothing. I wouldn't be worth much because I'm still a shitty ass individual because I'm so tainted and so conformed to the pattern of the transgenerational toxicity to think that this is who I am. No, that's who you walk. That's who you want to be. See, that's what we have to realize when we get older. This, this is who I am doesn't fly. That's who you want to be. And you're going to use your past as a crush to be able to be the, the, the saving grace to say, well, this is, this is how. I no, that's not how you. That might have been how you brought up. See, the trauma isn't your fault. But to take account, to take responsibility of your emotions to be a better person is. So what you going to do? Blame the world. Or go ahead and find a better way to better yourself, to be better for society so we don't have as many damaged people out here. I said it before. I may be a damaged can of beans. I might be dented. I may go ahead and been tossed around a couple times. But baby, you open up that can of beans, baby, they still good as ever. That is me. Broken crayon still color. I can make you a Picasso. Even though my crayon may be broken, I'm going to find a way to color in them lines to let you know this is my boundary. And this is where you have to color within the lines for this color to be placed here because this is how I want to be tended to. See, the awful thing with the law of life is you have to learn people's communication styles. <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody communicates differently. Everybody has a way of reception. Everybody has a way where communication, where they can comprehend outside of you just communicating. For me, it's words of affirmation. For me, it's acts of service. For others, it's gifting. For others, it's a it's you know it's it's the sense of physical touch. The same energy you give 
in life to find a partner or a companion has to be the same energy you give in friendships. See, that's the law of life they don't tell us about. The same energy you get to try to pursue the person and be like, oh, girl, I want this man. He got to have, you know, a good a good salary. He got to be on his own, have to have decent credit, blah, 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 blah. Or, oh, this girl got to be bomb. She got to be natural. She got to have her own ah-ah-ah-ah, whoop-de-woo. But, whole time, if that person isn't taking the time to heal themselves, or if their way of receiving or receiving inf- receiving communication, the signs of affection is, you know what, babe, have a great day today. You know, you're going to kill it no matter what yesterday was. It's a whole new day. Make today a good day. And you take it where, you know, that's the words of affirmation is they think you over here gifting them a, 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 a bracelet because they had a bad day. What's the relevance? They're not going to receive it or comprehend that energy because that's not what they require. Sometimes we have to bend outside of what we're used to because it works for us to not even accommodate, but to understand somebody else. I hate talking on the phone with a passion. And I can probably blame it on the fact that I was in customer service for two and a half years, taking 200 200 phone calls a day. I probably said this before. Don't call me. If it's textable, text it. But what I do love now is that iPhone has the ability to do a voice message. There's days where I feel like some things are outside of text, but I got You have to hear my voice, hear my tone, hear my inflection, hear how I'm really feeling so you can understand how passionate or where I'm coming from. Because a text message might do justice and just do, but my hearing my voice and actually understanding and hearing the passion and the love coming from me is totally different. Some of my friends like to talk on the phone and sometimes you have to bend and be like, oh, let me listen to them because this is their way of communication. This is how they receive comprehension. But sometimes the way society may seem like, well, if you don't do this way, then it's not going to work. No, you got to be understanding. You have to be able to adjust to adversities. You have to be able to just adjust to differences. It's just life. Everybody's not going to see everything through the same eye. I might see something, we might be looking at the same thing, and you're like, oh, this sky is, you know, um, sky blue. And I'm like, nah, the sky is more of like a pastel. You're like, well, I don't, but you know what? Not saying I'm right, not saying you wrong, not saying I'm wrong. At the end of the day, our perspectives and our vision is different, and that's what makes us great as a society in, in, in general. That's what makes life so exciting. Your partner is going to always have 80% of what you're looking for them. There's going to be that 20% you can be like, damn. But in reality, for you to get that 80% is more than enough when people are only out here getting 20 and 80% of it and they're not even fulfilled in. But you also got to be mindful. What are you able to bring when it comes to your life? Because if you're going to share your life with others, as I'm doing with y'all on this podcast, be real. Don't paint a facade. Don't paint a picture. Be real about it. Be true about it. Be unapologetic about it. Because when you stand in your truth, can't nothing knock you. Because when somebody says something, they ain't going to phase you because in reality, you know what it is. Yo, Nivea, I love, I, yo, I've always had respect for Nivea, but when I say listening to her on Candies on another note took me to a whole nother level of what the fuck, you a badass bitch? Given I seen, you know, the show episode she had on BET when they did the Finding Nivea. 
But to see her just go into more depth and just be so vulnerable, it's just like, yo, these celebrities are not just celebrities. They're humans. They have lives. They have feelings. They have emotions. And for her to be so raw and uncut, all you can do is respect it. You know what I'm saying? All you can do is respect it. Demetria McKenney's another one. Always honest, always true. There's not a time where she denies when she wasn't homeless. There's not a time where she denies when she had government assistance, where she, you know, a single mother struggling, trying to go to school, trying to do whatever she's doing. And look at her now. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's the realness, the molestation. It's the realness for me that I will always respect in any, in any celebrity because they're still human. Amanda Seals, real about her. It's always been real, which is why they felt like doors were going to close on her because she was too raw. But look at her now. You see what I'm saying? Like, everybody's path is different. Everybody has their own law to life. The di the only difference is how understanding are you going to be willing to accommodate, not accommodate, but understand and comprehend somebody else's walk. That's imperative to do. Because if you can't accept somebody's differences, how much are you going to grow as an individual just having the same old people around you 24-7? And, and to that, we can segue into the, the baby and T.I., that ignorant statement he made at Rolling Loud, unacceptable. And as Chris Brown said, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility as your platform knowing that everybody knows that majority of the sales that are done with any type of music is from the LGBTQ community. We are the biggest supporters. The biggest supporters. And for you to make an ignorant statement like that and take no accountability, I can't respect you. Bad enough, I respect Homeboy for the fact he brought Tory Lanez on stage because not just not because you know I, I'm down with the stallion in general, but it's like knowing what he's been accused of, knowing the circumstances, what that situation is, knowing that you know the proximity that we're in. It's just like were you conscious enough to be mindful? Now I'm all about free speech, but hate speech is not included in free speech. That's what y'all be mindful of because just as much as y'all trying to say that that's free speech, it's just as imperative. When it came to the KKK saying that niggers don't deserve this, niggers don't deserve that. But when they say it, y'all want to have an uproar. But when it's done in our own community, we want to try to give it a pass. Hell no. Protect our own community first. Because until we do that, ain't we ain't going to ever get far as a society for the black culture. Period. Amanda Seals, I always say, we are each other's business. LGBTQIA is the baby's business because they're giving you business. Your ignorance don't go ahead and especially you coming from the South, from North Carolina, you know better, bruh. You know better. And that was a, and you should have had a publicist on that team to be and make sure that you came out correct. For T.I. to support that, we already know how he is because we know with that within itself, I feel like a lot of men in the South have this whole masculine I guess you can say where they feel like their masculinity is being threatened but how I, I still don't understand but it's just like boozy we you was over here pretty much pointing off your son at a young age to pretty much have fellatio from a grown behind woman so you gotta be mindful of these sexist men and their toxic masculinity they're trying to portray onto society seem like it's okay to just do no it's not 
Think before you speak because you don't know who you're offending in the process. And again, we're not going to put this on the LGBTQ community because India Moore said it best. If y'all didn't listen to her live, go tap into that because it was nothing but the freaking truth. Because like she said, black men are trained to not be emotional, to feel like they had a facade. To be a man is not to be gay. To be a black man is not to go ahead and cry. There's so many stereotypes that are attached to the black man that is that to this day, because like she said, we were once owned by people we feel as black men they own us us women and that's not the case but again the law of life when we break our own cycles that we're still portraying from what's then the masters and we're still now trying to hold against our own community today especially the black woman within herself don't get me wrong the black man suffers as well but the black woman is disrespected the top disrespected genre ever when it comes to society the law of life when you look at your life, do you see what I see? Life can be only what you make it. When you're feeling down, you should never fake it. I, I respect that with Mary. And I don't know if y'all seen her her documentary on Amazon. Um, yo, dope. I was, you know, she 914 native. Shout out to Mary. Yo, all day, slow bomb. But baby, that's why I had to choose my life. Because when you look at your life, what could you say you've accomplished? What can you say you've overcame? What could you say you've been a champion in? What can you say you've done to make a difference to make sure that you're not making the same mistake again where it now becomes a choice? Don't fake it. If you're going through life, like right now I'm going through life, I ain't going to fake it. It's been crazy. Life had an unexpected turn and I'm just like, hey, I'm here. At least it's another day. I'm breathing air. I have another day above life. Thank you. I'm here. Say what's on your mind and you'll find the time that all the negative energy, it would all be seized. And then you'll be at peace with yourself. Where is your peace? Where do you find where you can find peace within yourself that even when the, the camaraderie, like the hair, the camaraderie, the commotion that's going on around you trying to distract you, you're still going to stay focused like the tortoise to make it to that checkpoint or that finish line. What you going to do? The law of life. So if there's one thing, as I always say, take heed, be alert, be mindful, but before anything, be you. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. I hope I gave y'all little gems in the process and I hopefully y'all are going to be able to start y'all week off right. Again, season four premiere and I thank y'all. What you going to do with your life? How you going to see it? But always remember, be real, be true, be unapologetically you. Peace and blessings to y'all. Have a good one. Please